Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. How are you, Mark? I'm not bad. Uh-huh. Glad it's finally the weekend. Right. Almost. We're almost there. We're yeah. getting there. Just, um, you know, I, I woke up at 2.30 this morning and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to go back to bed. Get up. <laughs> get here early because I have a ton to do today. Yeah. And then naturally nothing works. Well, of course. And I can't figure out how to get it to work. And <laughs> I don't end up getting anything done till 3.50 and I'm right. like, sweet. So this, I accomplished nothing. This was pretty much your morning. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that was dandy. There's a lot of great things right there. That's all right. We got stuff the hey, bus tomorrow. Yeah. Cheer you up. And then we got a ton of really good football this weekend. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we're catching up. Did you watch football last night? I did. I caught a little bit of Thursday night football. It was nice to see a good team play on Thursday. The Bills. Right? <laughs> um, Patriots look okay, but I don't think that's working for them. But okay. I don't know. Uh, hmm. Bills won 24-10 over the Pats, I think. So that was, yeah, it, was a, it was a decent game. You know, yeah. it was at least entertaining. Um, I think the Bills are headed to the AFC Championship this year. I, really? Yeah, I think so. They got a good shot. They do. I think you get, it, you know, Josh Allen's doing really well. You put him in playoff mode. I think he's going to take it up a notch. Yeah. Great team. So I don't know who else you pick out of the AFC. Though. The Chiefs, I guess. But mm-hmm. they're at least going to the AFC championship. I don't know if they'll win it, especially yeah. if they're up against the Chiefs. But um, True. I think it's a good possibility. Uh, I did see some speculation, though. We were talking about oh. the Patriots last night. Yeah. Tom Brady might jump ship literally from Tampa, from the Bucks, because this is the last year on that contract for him. Yeah. Might come back to the Patriots next year. Good Lord. Can you imagine? Oh, uh, man. It's, I mean, it's not like he's got to think about his wife and kids now. You know, he's yeah, a single true. dude, you know? 45-year-old bachelor pad in Boston. Yeah, he's not <laughs> struggling by any means. No. Um, but yeah, the uh, I, I've I've really been kind of diving into the uh, the playoff scenario, even though there's like five weeks I think left, yeah, six weeks, something like that. Um, there's a decent possibility the entire NFC East, which is <laughs> you know with my Cowboys, the entire NFC East could get into the playoffs. Man, every single team in that division has a winning record. That's crazy. Um, and then we're gonna beat the hell out of each other. You know, at the end of the season, that I, that probably take care of it. But I'm I'm really starting to wonder if anyone outside of the Vikings, the NFC North's going to get in. Lions are they're saying they're taking it seriously, but I, they've got a long they got a they got a long hill to climb there. I think they have to win out. I think the only scenario for them to get into like a wild card scenario is if they win out and they could win this weekend because they're playing the Jags. But then they've yeah. got the Vikings and the Jets. They gotta um, show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it goes back to that Thanksgiving game where yeah, you just make epic mistakes, man. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but like elite teams don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, there is some possibility, though, some some hype moving into next season because Lamar Jackson. From yes. the Ravens was seen riding around on scooters in Detroit, and they don't have a game there this season. Yeah, exactly. What um, the hell was he doing there, man? I want him to come to the Lions. I'm you bring Lamar you. Jackson to the Lions, now we're talking about a potential playoff situation mm-hmm. with the Lions. He's faster. I think he's a better passer what? than Jared Goff. You, you got one of the 
best all-around athletes yep. in in the league, yeah. and you surround him with nothing. Yeah. Then you put him on this offense, which was able to produce something under Jared Goff. Right. Like, <laughs> no, man. You I think he's going to be able to do it. You will see heavy excitement. Yeah. I, it's hard to compare what that would be like. Uh-huh. Um, I guess it, it comparably, it would almost, and again, I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch, but like when Mike Madano came to the Red Wings, okay. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Now, granted, Mike Madano is the largest scoring American-born hockey player of all time. Right. Um, but that being said, it was like a huge name. Like regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of prestige. I don't know, man. I believe in Lamar Jackson, but yeah. he doesn't have anything right now. So, so him. does that mean if Lamar Jackson comes to Detroit, you're gonna are you gonna drink the blue Kool Aid, Mark? Uh, you gonna drink the blue Kool Aid? I'll take a sip. You, you gonna, I'm on a diet plan right you're now. Gonna drink, but well, you can get sugar free. You get sugar free blue Kool Aid. Free. I'll put some. I'll put some stevia in it. You know, it's a it's the lines are kind of a lighter shade of blue, so you don't have to put so much into the water. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, uh, as Mark said earlier, a lot of stuff today after the Daily Five. Billy Burnett uh, from Fleetwood Mac is going to be we well we posted the interview yesterday. Uh, we're going to revisit that interview that we did with him after the show yesterday with uh, about Christine McVie, who we lost this weekend. Then eight forty five ish. Julian Lennon going to be on with us. John Lennon's son talking about his new record and kind of becoming his own man in the industry. And then we might have somebody come in and talk with us about uh, Stuff the Bus after 9 o'clock today from uh, Honor Credit Union. So, um, yeah, man. Busy Friday. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. Yeah, Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. This is so funny, dude. I woke up and uh, <laughs> somebody posted... On a, uh, I think, I can't remember where it was. It was in one of these groups. Mm -hmm. And they're like, look at what, like, this is actually happening right now on the internet. And he was talking about the Buckeyes not being able to handle a loss <laughs> to Michigan. The fans. Yeah. There is some ridiculous stuff going on on a page I found called Buckeye Talk. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm sure that's wildly entertaining. Listen to this nonsense. It's up there on the Rocker app. You can see this for yourself. This is hilarious. This is a real post. This isn't satire. Okay. Michigan didn't run over Ohio State or out-physical them. Yes, they did. Stop saying that. They threw the ball to wide-open receivers. <laughs> and then had two big runs when OSU was gambling to get a stop at the line of scrimmage. They only threw it to the wide open receivers. Why didn't they throw it to the like, covered ones? I'm sorry, what? Exactly. That's Somebody the in the whole... comment section was like, so wait a minute. They're not supposed to throw it to guys who are open? One nope, of them... that guy's too wide open. I can't make it look too easy. One of, one of the U of M guys got in the comment section and said, yeah. minus those big plays, it was close. Um, but those big, big plays count. <laughs> He used baseball terms. He said, it's like saying, oh, we lost in baseball 15 to 4. But it was only because of the three grand slams <laughs> they hit. Yeah, but those homers count. So, you know, you got your butt kicked. And then uh, one Buckeye fan tried proving the point yeah. by posting how Ohio had better overall stats, uh -huh. but left out the second half stats and left out the final score, which <laughs> if you don't know, Michigan outscored the Buckeyes 28 to three in the second half. <laughs> That's called getting spanked. 
And then this U of M fan had chimed in. He was like, OSU fan. Well, technically, Michigan didn't really win. They just scored more points is all. There should be an asterisk by the win. How pathetic is Ohio right now? Like, and that's saying a lot, but like, oh my gosh, it's called you got destroyed. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, the only way, the only reason they won is because they threw it to two wide open receivers and the running back had two, a 78 and an 82 yard running touchdown at the end of the game. I mean, other than that, it was a close game. That's, that's 21 points. So basically if you're Ohio state, you know, if Michigan had just played worse and didn't have a good quarterback or running back and threw it to the receivers we had in double coverage, they might have had a chance. <laughs> These are Buckeyes fans for you. There's a reason they're called nuts. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Daily Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today for the final point. Mark is asking the questions. I am answering and I got some help on the line from Mary. How are you? Oh, really good. Hopefully win. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do this. I well, feel good about it. Mary, either way, you're winning, but yeah, you got to help Meatball take it to the <laughs> limit here. So if you get, so let me break this down really quick before we start. So if Meatball gets three out of five questions, Mary, you automatically win with Meatball. But then we need you to be, uh, we need you to be the, the middle lady, if you will. <laughs> and we may have to use you for a tiebreaker. Okay. Okay. So. Without further ado, you guys want to get this going? Let's get going, man. Let's do this. Spin the wheel. Question number one. It is food. Okay. How is stinky tofu prepared? Is it's it not? You throw it in the trash. <laughs> Don't disrespect my tofu like that. Is it boiled, steamed, or fried? Um, stinky tofu. Stinky tofu. Which I've never had before, technically. Yeah. Please don't. Doesn't uh, sound good. <laughs> yeah, because I have to sit in this tight little room with you every day. I don't want you eating <laughs> something called stinky before you come in here. <laughs> um, uh, boil doesn't sound right. What were the other two? Steamed, Steamed and fried. I guess you could steam it possibly. Fried seems like the best option for me. What do you think, Mary? I'm thinking fried. Thinking fried, huh? Yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go with fried. Final answer. It is fried. Yeah. You got question number one, one correct. All right. Mary and I on the Man. same page. We're going right. to go on this one, I think. Very nice. Also, don't eat stinky tofu. Don't yes. do it. I actually like fried tofu. It's not bad, but you got to have sauce with it, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. on to question number two. Science. Okay. A neutron star can spin how many times per second? Is it 200, 400, or 600? It's a massive number, and I want to say it's 600. 3,000. 3,000. 3,000. I know neutron stars spin really, really, really fast. Okay, well, we'll go with 600. Yeah, let's go with a high end. We'll go 600. 600 yes. is correct. Yes. Meatball went away from tying the Daily Five up. <laughs> Oh, man, Mary, you are helping him big time today. Okay. 
Question number three, biology. Okay. How many senses do humans have? At five, seven, or nine? Well, there's a movie that claims there's an added one called The Sixth Sense. So I'm going to go with five. Unless, yes. unless they've added something in the last few years, I'm going to go with five. Five's good. Five yeah. is good, but not no. the right answer. No, you're absolutely wrong. No, no way. there are actually nine senses what? in the human body. Yes, there's balance that equates into oh. it. Yeah, there's there's actually nine total senses. No. Yes. Yeah, check, check that again. That's, that's <laughs> Haley Osmond and Bruce Willis will disagree with well, this. Well, Haley Osmond, <laughs> when you can get them to come in here and do the Daily Five, I, I will gladly have them on oh, to discuss right. that. I'm going to yes. believe the internet on this one, I guess. Probably have to have the 10th sense movie. <laughs> yes, yeah. Right. Yeah, seeing can, ghosts is going to be the 10th sense. Yeah, now. I can explain it in, in greater detail, but I don't think our audience cares no, about all of the no. <laughs> right. So I got to get one more to tie, two to win outright. You got it, Meatball. All right. Okay, here we go. Sports. Okay. I believe, and you know what? You might get this because you're. you're Every time a, you say that, I don't. Well, Stop saying a, that. <laughs> you've had a fascination with soccer lately. Oh, okay. In 1994. Which country had the only soccer team where all players' last names ended in O-V? The letters O-V. Okay. Bulgaria, Russia, or the Czech Republic? And of course, they're all going to be like former Soviet Union. Well, I wasn't <laughs> going to put America in there. <laughs> Not with the game on the line. Um, they all ended in O-V. You said Bulgaria, Russia, and the Czech Republic? Correct. 1994... Was it the Czech Republic then, or was it still Czechoslovakia? I do not know. I mean, I would imagine Czech Republic. Because I don't remember when the Czech Republic and Slovakia split. I don't remember when that happened. I want to say it was in the 90s, but... Yeah. Um, boy... I I don't know. I would say Czech Republic, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm split between Czech Republic and Russia. Yeah. And and I, I, as much as I'm unsure about whether the Czech Republic was its own country then, I'm going to say Russia, if you're good with that, Mary. That's fine. Let's go with Russia. Russia sure does have a lot of OV names. Yeah. But it is Bulgaria. Oh, really? Bulgaria. Okay. Their entire team had OV. Isn't that weird? A lot of Ovs. John Ov, Bill Ov, Bill Ov, Jerry Ov. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is intense. So All right, so this is for the tie. Let's set the stage here. If right. Meatball gets this correct, we are tied, and then Mary's going to be Mary. our tie decision. And then we go to oh, Mary. Man. So here we go. He needs us to tie, and we go to history. All right. In the 1840s, instead of saying cheese for photos, people were prompted. To say what? Was it moon, mud, or prunes? Moon, mud, or prunes? Moon, mud, or prunes. Now, you have to think, too, back in the day, in the 1800s, it was actually considered silly to smile in photos. That's right. why there's so many serious... Well, I was going to say, that's why, you know, you say cheese, because when you do, it makes you go e and, yeah. and you look like you're smiling. Yeah. Moon, mud... We're saying prunes. Prunes, you think? Prunes. Yeah. That, like, 
Moon, moon, and prunes both have kind of the same shape in your face. Mud, not so much. I'm pretty sure I know this one. Okay, uh, you know what? I'm gonna side with Mary on this. I'm gonna say prunes. Final answer. We got a tie yeah! game. We got a tie game. So for the first time, oh my gosh, in Daily Five trivia history, we are gonna have to go to a tiebreaker. So Mary, right. we got to go through you. Now you're a. Now you're completely. Uh, you're on nobody's team now. You are just the deciding factor. So, first off, congratulations yes. because you won today with Meatball. Yes. So now, <laughs> so now you are an innocent bystander in all of this, but we need your help for no the pressure. tiebreaker. So, the tiebreaker today, choose a number between 0 and 107, 107 uh-huh. and Meatball and I... We'll guess what the number is. The closest one to it will take the victory for the week. So pick a number between 100 and 107, but don't say it just yet. Mark and I are going to write down our answers here real quick. Okay, I've got my number. Got your number? Okay. All right. I'm going to say 45. Mark, what's your number? 46. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. You, <laughs> just you, kidding. Oh, you price is right at me. <laughs> I know, right? No. I. You know what? I'm going to... I'm going to stay true to the brand. Okay. 107. 107 going to clear the top. Okay. 107 to 45. All right, Mary. What is your number? 51. 51? Oh, no. Yeah. That means I win. I'm the closest. Oh, my gosh. Mary's my favorite partner. It came down to the tiebreaker. And by one question, <laughs> takes the epic trivia victory for the week. I love it. Meatball, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Mary, what a partner. Yes. So just for that, we're going to give you a dozen Sweetwater's Donuts this week. Thank you so much, Mary. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rock Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse. Well, unfortunately, we lost a massive talent this week, Christine McVie from uh, Fleetwood Mac and uh, obviously some of her solo work as well. And we actually, Mark and I got a chance to talk with Billy Burnett yesterday after the show, which you can check out the full interview up now. It's already there on the Rocker podcast and up on the Rocker app. Um, talking about working with Christine McVie, but uh, we figured we'd revisit that interview a little bit this morning. So, uh, Billy Burnett, welcome to the Rocker Morning Show, man. Glad to have you. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you guys doing? Doing oh, good, man. Not too, not too bad at all, man. Uh, it's it's uh, great to be talking with you, but unfortunate for uh, the reason, I guess, that uh, we've got you on the line with us. First and foremost, you know, hard to hear that news, and uh, we, we send our thoughts out to you and, you know, Christine's family and friends and all the bandmates out there. Yeah. It was a very sad day for me as well. Uh, I mean, we go back. Uh, I think I met Christine in the early early nineties. Yes, it was the early nineties, and uh, got to be instantly be big big friends. And uh, she was a soulful and and just really classy lady. Yeah, yeah, like you said, you go back a long time with her, and uh, because we all know her from that public persona. Uh, her up and uh, up on stage performing. What was she like behind the curtain, just as a friend? Oh yeah, she was funny and down to earth, and uh, just real funny person, real natural. You know, was, uh, I always, I always had so much respect for Christine because the way she held herself, and and with Christine, Mick, and John McVie, it was like uh, their pocket was so deep. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, you know. The 
pocket of life and the pocket they had and stage. And it was just an incredible thing. I was really blessed to have been part of that whole uh, whole scene, you know, sure. to be honest. You know, the reactions from, you know, artists across Twitter and Facebook, too, have been overwhelmingly warm and, and heartfelt. Talk to us about her impact in the music world, because it wasn't just, you know, what she did with Fleetwood Mac and, and rock and roll, which arguably was huge. But I mean, so many people across so many different genres were able to connect with her with with the music that she made. Yes, I think that's because she was so she was so internationally known and she and really was a blues person she loved rock and roll mm -hmm. she was the real deal you know she was she was she was the real thing christine you mentioned you know she was a really funny person too i'm wondering if she was kind of a prankster behind the scenes or anything like that pull any any jokes on you that you could remember yeah there was there was quite a few her and john and mick uh you know there's a series that you go through of events you know to I don't know if I can talk about a mini on air, but, <laughs> but it was, uh, we had a lot of fun. In fact, we were like a, a party machine and did music on the side. <laughs> oh, that's just the wrong way around. <laughs> I love that. I love but we that. Were definitely, we definitely had fun, and we had so much fun with Christine and the, and the whole band. The whole band was great. When, when I came into it, I came into it with uh, Rick Fido and myself. Sure. And, it was just it was just such a a musical adventure for one thing and then the adoration i had for them already i was the biggest fleetwood mac fan in the world so to me it was like a fairy tale you know life yeah. and i was blessed to be part of it. uh you mentioned the solo work that you got to do with her um you you co-wrote so excited which was on her first record uh, and giving it back on her final album, which actually uh, also showed up on the Songbird compilation album that came out earlier this year. She actually co-wrote some stuff for your solo work, too, I believe. Uh, it Ain't Over. Did she do that one with yeah. you, too? Yeah. Yeah, that was one that we did. We did that one with a producer friend of mine, Richard Potter, over in the, in the Valley. Okay. And, uh, Christine lived in Beverly Hills, and I lived over in the Bat Valley. So we, we got together at... Uh, that studio and she helped me out with a couple of tunes on there and with uh, we wrote a couple of things with Steve Cropper at the time and we we just had we were like really musical you right. know we were we were dedicated to what we were doing and Christine was just so gracious and so giving with her talent and everything she was really really helped me a lot with my music and you know she was she was there's, there's never, there'll never be another one like her, really. Right, right. I don't know if any of us really knew the extent of her illness near the end. I know Stevie Nicks said that she only found out this past weekend that she wasn't well. Can you recall what your last interaction with Christine was? I saw Christine last time was in town here with, uh, when she was here with Lindsay Buckingham. Okay. Me and a songwriter friend went backstage and hung out with her a little bit. And, uh, uh you know, it'd been a long time since I'd seen her and, um, uh, she was the same Christine, great, and, you know, it was great to see her. And then I didn't, you know, I, I wish I'd seen more of her toward the end, you know. No sure, doubt. sure. Well, again, man, our hearts are with you, her bandmates, family, and friends. Such a tough loss this week in rock, but we're definitely going to be paying tribute to her all week on the Rocker Morning Show and on 107.7 RKR. So, obviously, rest in peace, Christine McVie. And, Billy, we really appreciate your time to come on in this in this tough time and talk to us about her. And uh, we really appreciate talking to you as well. 
And thank you guys. I appreciate you. And uh, I, the only thing I could say is she just was an incredible woman. Christine no doubt. McPhee. Incredible lady. Awesome. Thank you so much, Billy. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Again, Billy Burnett from Fleetwood Mac. Thank you for your time. You want to check out that full interview. It is up on the Rocker app. And uh, you can listen to it on the Rocker podcast as well. This is the Rocker Morning Show. We're going to pay the rent. With Meatball. With our rock. And Mark Frankhouse. <laughs> on 107.7 RKR. The Rocker. Set the needle and crank the knob. It's Mark Frankhouse, and I've got another crucial addition to your record collection. It's Vinyl and 45 on the Rocker. With the tragic loss of Christine McVie, it's crucial we visit one of the most iconic records of the 70s, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. The songs Go Your Own Way, Dreams, Don't Stop, and You Make Love and Fun were released as singles, all of which reached the U.S. Top 10, with Dreams reaching number one. If you've seen this record a lot in stores, it's because it's that popular. Over 40 million sold worldwide and now that number is sure to go up grab this album as we remember christine mcvee this has been vinyl in 45 on 1077 rkr Mizzou's Rock Station, 1077 RKR, The Rocker Morning Show, Meatball. Mark Frankhouse joined by a very special guest today, son of John Lennon, musician in his own right, with a new album out called Jude. Welcome to The Rocker Morning Show, Julian Lennon. Hey, hello, hello, Rocker Meatball, where are you? Hey, how's it going, Julian? How you doing, man? I'm good. Fantastic. Well, Julian, very excited. You just released this new album, Jude. Uh, that title, of course, referring to the 1968 number one hit by the Beatles, Hey Jude. Uh, your album right now is available now at iTunes, all major digital platforms. How long were you working on material for your new album? Because it's, it's I think it was 11 years since Everything Changes was released. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I, I decided to do some other things in life uh, besides <laughs> music. I mean, the, rea the reality is that uh, after the last album, everything changes. I've kind of had enough with the with the industry, um, and I wanted to see what else I was capable of. Uh, you know, if I never did music again, so you know, I had a foundation already. So I started to work a lot more uh, in that field. It's called the White Feather Foundation. I started. Uh, very serious uh, fine art photography, um, you know, and doing exhibitions around the world. I I also started getting into, um, and I've been involved quite a few years already into uh, producing, exact producing documentaries. Uh, the last one being Kiss the Ground on Netflix. And, uh, you know, writing uh, uh, New York Times bestseller children's books. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been really, really busy building that foundation uh, outside of music that I, I, you know, I could be proud of. So when I came back to music, it, you know, there was no idea about putting an album together. I literally found a couple of boxes uh, of old tapes of every kind of format in the basement of uh, my ex-business manager's house, uh, office. And... I just started about five years ago. I started going through this stuff, and the first the first track that uh, I put up on the phasers was "Every Little Moment." And yeah. to me, it sounded like I'd recorded it last week. <laughs> and the only thing that update that needed updating on it was literally putting some 
some real drums on it um, and updating some of the, the production work. Um, and it was such a joy to come back to because I wasn't feeling any of that usual pressure of you having to make an album or being signed to a label or this, that or the other at that particular point in time. And so it was really fun, really enjoyable. Um, and then I just started continuing that process until uh, the pandemic came along. Uh, that have put a halt on things for quite some time. But I, in that time period, I started writing new material. So the reality is this, what is now become an album, uh, spans over 30 to 40 years of my life in music. Okay, cool. Wow. Um, so, so, you know, and, and with the right support behind me, which BMG uh, are doing, you know, um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, at least this time around, some people might get to hear the album. If you just joined us, we are chatting with the son of John Lennon, Julian Lennon, about his new album, Jude, that's out everywhere right now. You originally were named after your father, your birth name being John. Now officially, Julian, how important was it for you professionally and personally to make that crucial name change in 2020? Well, it was nothing to do with uh, a professional side of life. It was personal, purely, purely personal. You know, know, as far as... I felt, you know, I'd always been the second John. Right. And I, I didn't want to be the second John. <laughs> right. I want to be Julian. So, you know, I, I just, you know, again, with the pandemic, when that came on, I was on my own and it hit pretty hard. Um, you know, and I, it, was, it was like looking in the mirror, you know, on certain days, just going, well, what's going on? What is this? Who am I? What am I doing? Am I happy? Am I sad? Uh, you know, what do, what do I need to do to change things in my life? to find peace and balance. Sure. And being called John was on the checklist. True. (laughs) You know, I just said, you know, I finally just want to be me, uh, you know. And uh, so, yeah, again, yeah, in 2020, I just decided to switch John and Julian Rand and my name. So instead of John Charles Julian Lennon, I was Julian Charles John Lennon. So. For me, that was a big deal, you know. And so with Jude as well, it's like taking ownership of me, finally. Um, uh, you know, because I was always called either Julian or Jules. Right. So by changing my name, I was becoming me, Julian, Jules, hence Jude, and taking that sad song and making it better. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're obviously very happy for you. Um, and I, you know, we've never seen you as the other John, you've got your own career. You worked with a number of other people and obviously you've got this new album, which it does have the ties to Hey Jude. The song was actually about you. And although it's loved by thousands, this song was actually about some hard times that you were going through. So the meaning for you was, you know, obviously a lot more emotional and hard to take. Through this new album, Jude, did it allow you to feel more like inner peace about the situation that you were caught up in at a, at a young age? Yeah, well, I, you know, again, it, it was about taking ownership of what being Jude meant. And okay. back in the day when the song was written, you know, as, uh, as much as uh, I'm thankful that it was a very supportive song and that it's become a classic sure. without question. I think I've listened to that song more than any other human on the planet, <laughs> uh, one way or another. But, um, you know, it was uh, it was obviously at a very, very difficult time when, you know, Dad literally just walked out the door 
and left Mum and I to, to fend for ourselves. So, it, it, you know, it's a harsh reminder of what life has been like, and that's why I say that, you know, that uh, I honestly feel that I've taken a, a sad song and made it, made it better. I, I, I don't think I've ever been more focused and happier and together and more creative in, in my entire life. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm just beginning. <laughs> That's great. Sure, yeah. Uh, any plans to take this new album on the road anytime soon? I did some rehearsals uh, out in L.A. <laughs> uh, when I was uh, out there for a couple of months doing... Uh, you know, a lot of the promo uh, work, but um, and and the rehearsals really went great. I was actually quite blown away by it. Uh, then we actually looked at the schedule of uh, and the bookings for next year, and realised that basically everybody uh, has booked out every location <laughs> on the planet to 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 perform. But there might be an opportunity where there'll be a couple of spots here and there. But if there was any you know, uh, longevity in it, it, the likelihood would be it would be uh, early-ish 2024 uh, for the States anyway. Awesome. So, you know, it, it's on my mind of thinking about it uh, because rehearsals were so great and I, w I was blown away by it. So, you know, fingers crossed. Well, we, we hope we'll see you in Michigan sometime down the line. The new records, Jude, out on all major digital platforms. Now, Julian Lennon, such a treasure to have you on with us today, man. Thank you. Thank you. And, of course, happy holidays and a happy new year to you all. Thank you, Julian. As well, this was an absolutely fantastic interview with Julian Lennon. We've got the full one on demand for you right now on the Rocker app. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. And at the moment, we got Nate in here. How are you, brother? Good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Nate's joining us from Honor Credit Union, who is once again the sponsor for Stuff the Bus. And we've been talking mm. about this all week. And this is exciting. The day is finally here tomorrow. We're going to be out there from 10 a.m. Hey. to 5 p.m. The fake studio, the real studio audience. Just right, right. Um, Nate, we're happy to have you back again, man. This has got to be an exciting time. Again, uh, getting into the holidays. Really looking forward to this one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't know when December came. I mean, it, was, it was just Thanksgiving, <laughs> I believe. Right. I know it was just Thanksgiving, <laughs> but, but when did December happen? Um, and here we're talking Christmas gifts and all that, and and I don't know, see a need, fill a need is one of our commitments. Um, and there, I don't think that there's an example more better than Stuff the Bus. Yeah. Um, so many of uh, the children in our, our communities are less fortunate and aren't going to have the Christmas morning that they want to see. And being able to provide that is, is just a meaningful act for us. You know, we're working with uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Southwest Michigan with this, which I, I love that we're doing that because that means everything that gets donated stays right here in Southwest Michigan, right? Absolutely. And that's the biggest part is is there's so many of these organizations that, that are good, that they're nationwide, but being able to make a difference uh, in the kids that are right here in our immediate community is, is the big difference maker. Absolutely. I was, I was telling Meatball, being a part of this, this is going to be my sixth year a part of this. It's crazy how many people, there are some people who will buy things throughout the year and then bring six totes, or there's people who just save up money all year long and then just either drop the money or spend it all and then donate everything. The generosity is just absolutely baffling. Yeah, we're coming off of Giving Tuesday. People are in that giving mood. Yeah. They're thankful for, for everything. Um, and being able to make that difference, it's, it's just incredible. You know, we've got um, this Kalamazoo Metro Transit bus that we're going to be stuffing. And, uh, you know, I've, I've written in a couple of them. I see how big they are. 
Um, and and Mark told me we, we've come close, I guess, to, to filling one of them up at least. Get, getting very, very close to fill one completely, right? So why not this year? Exactly. exactly. I've been telling people why not, you know, we need to flag down a second bus at some point and start doing that. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea to me. And we also want to thank Blaine's Farm and Fleet. They're yeah, right absolutely. across the street from Crossroads Mall. That's where we're going to be all day. You will not be able to miss it. We'll have the truck out there. Uh, we're going to have the Kalamazoo Metro Transit bus out there. Really, we're all going to be out there. All, all of our Town Square Media brothers and sisters on the other side of the wall are going to be out there, too. So this is a real big community event that we want you to be a part of tomorrow at Blaine's Farm and Fleet from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Then the other fun addition, too, is we added WWE to this. Yes. And uh, the first 40 people that donate tomorrow are actually going to get tickets to go to that Sunday event over at Wing Center. Wow. Are yeah, you, are you a wrestling fan, Nate? to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I can't say that I am the biggest wrestling fan. Okay. But, uh, Do you have a favorite wrestler, though? Like, can you think of one? Oh. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, let's right? go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> the cliche answer. Right, right. Let's, you still get chills when, always, they, when you hear glass shattering. <laughs> but always the right answer. Yes, we're, absolutely. We're hanging out with Nate from Honor Credit <laughs> Union right now. We're talking about Stuff the Bus. And Nate, as we, we talk about getting into the holidays and obviously people spending a lot of money, you and Honor Credit Union, you want your customers to make sure they're they're shopping a little bit safer this holiday. So let us know what you got going on at Honor. Yeah. So, you know, shopping with your plastic cards is one of the biggest things. And uh, I think one of the biggest misconceptions around credit unions is that we can't do all the things that the big banks do. Um, I would challenge that answer through and through. Um, and one of those things is card control, digital wallets, all of those things. Uh, so you, you see it out there, uh, being able to turn your card on and off for vir from virtually anywhere from your mobile device. We have that. Uh, being able to shop with the touch of your finger, the scan of your face with digital wallet, which means Apple Pay, Google Pay, yeah. um, those types of things. We have that as well. So um, the convenience, uh, it shouldn't be hard to spend money. Um, and that's yeah. where we're trying, yeah. what we're trying to make easy. I, uh, I, as you know, I bank with Honor Credit Union and uh, we do, you know, Meatball Money Monday with Honor Credit Union too. And uh, I, I can tell you that app, man, it's uh, it's all inclusive. There's a little bit of everything in there as far as banking is concerned. Honestly, probably more there than some of the other bank apps that I've had before I came up here. And uh, that digital wallet is uh, something that I have really locked onto because uh, I, I, I believe somebody pointed out to me, you know, people don't wash their hands as much anymore. And you get some of that grimy, you know, stuff going around. <laughs> Flu is going around right now. I don't want to touch those credit card no. machines. Never. <laughs> But yeah, lots of great ways uh, to save some money too, uh, and, and keep that money in your accounts, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's going back to the digital wallets. That's one oh, of yeah. my favorite thing is is the stores that you shop online and they have the Apple Pay button. Yes. There is nothing more aggravating to me than oh, I don't have my card. I got to go <laughs> look up. I, I can't remember sixteen digits. I can't remember four. Right. So I got to go pick mm -hmm. up my card and, and punch in those sixteen digits. If I can just hit a button, it also plugs in my shipping address, my billing address. It is the most seamless process uh, that is out there. But yeah. Kind of going into the the, uh, the holiday season, uh, you're going to be spending money, so why wouldn't you get cash back with that? Uh, so talking about our 2% uh, Select Rewards credit card, uh, that's going to be 2% on every purchase you make every single day. And I think that that's one of the big differences. Sure, you might see some cards out there that have 3% or 4%, but those are just temporary buckets, or mm -hmm. uh, you'll, you'll kind of miss that there's an annual fee that goes with that. So um, ours, no annual fee, no balance transfer fees. Uh, it's just... 2% all day, every day. That's I crucial. Crucial information for our audience. And again, thank you for partnering with us. 
for Stuff the Bus again. Honor Credit Union, going to be there tomorrow. WWE hooking it up, and mm-hmm. we are going to be out at Blaine's Farm and Fleet across the road from Crossroads Mall from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Southwest Michigan, Kalamazoo Metro Transit, and, of course, uh, WWE hooking it up. We got some tickets if you're there early, and it's going to be a fun day. Meatball and I are going to be out there all day tomorrow. I'm ready to go, man. So, <laughs> again... Thanks, Nate, coming in from Honor Credit Union. We appreciate you, and we look forward to seeing all of you tomorrow as we stuff that bus. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. Podcast uh, that I really like to to listen to, Mm -hmm. um, it's called the Bellied Up Podcast. Talk a lot about Midwest stuff. I think they're based out of Wisconsin. I can't really tell. They've got a pretty thick accent, but they talk about Michigan quite a bit, you know, being a part of the Midwest. So I like this podcast. I saw it and and it's up on the Rocker app too, if you want to read about this. Somebody called into their podcast and said, Alaska should be an honorary member of the Midwest. Meatball, do you know who said this? (laughs) Uh, Well, it was somebody from Alaska, or at least they claim to be on on the phone call. I wonder if they've been to the Midwest before. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. They offered up some criteria that's interesting. So you tell me... If this, if this fits the criteria to be a part of the Midwest. And I think they're using Michigan as the base. So I guess Michigan is basically the the the, the median, I guess, <laughs> right. for the Midwest, right? So here's what they had to offer up, okay? First argument. You can show where you live in Alaska by using your hand. Now, right. Michigan, absolutely you can do this unless you live in the UP. But if you live up there, it's because you don't want anyone to know where you live. Um... Wisconsin tried to do this, but it's it's weird. It's got a messed up thumb. That doesn't work. Doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so, but the claim is if you hold up your, I think it's your left hand, like a fist, and then you stick your thumb out and kind of like tilt it a little bit, yeah. it kind of looks like Alaska and the Aleutian Islands, and you can point <laughs> on your hand where you live. I. What do you think? Is that? That seems like a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> So is that a is that a yay or a nay? I mean, if it makes you happy, okay. If they, if you know, it's close enough. Okay, we'll give that one a win. All okay. right, number two, ranch dressing. Midwesterners love our ranch dressing. In fact, there's a guy on TikTok who dedicates his entire channel to it from Michigan. I thought ranch was actually invented in California for tourism. Like the guy created it to get people to come to his dude ranch. You know? Yeah. The guy who actually invented ranch dressing is from Nebraska, so he's from a Midwest state, but invented it while he was in Alaska. Huh. So maybe Hidden Valley, so, I guess, is the California part, but yeah, ranch dressing was invented in Alaska. Technically, it was invented in, not by an Alaskan, though. True. Like, it was... I don't think the geographical location had anything to do with the creation. But a guy from the Midwest was inspired by a state, I guess, that fit some Midwestern ideologies to create this dressing that all of the Midwest puts on literally everything. Ah, we'll give it to you. That's another that's another kind of half point, I guess. Here's the here's the kicker for me. What do all Midwestern states have? Great football teams. No, yeah. except Ohio. No, actually, um, his final argument was great hunting and fishing in Alaska. Hmm. But here's the deal. Yes, all of the Midwest has great hunting and fishing. 
but so does a lot of the other country. The Rockies, Pacific Northwest, I mean, Canada, I, Canada, Texas, like <laughs> there's hunting and fishing everywhere. That I, would, I don't think that counts. I would yeah, I would argue any place that has fish is a great place for fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that one I think that one did it in. Yeah. So, that was apparently enough of an argument for Alaska to be honorary part of the Midwest. What do you, I'm leaning toward Midwestern ideals, but not Midwestern. I don't envy them for their winters or for their like, <laughs> weeks without sunlight or yeah. nighttime. So here's what we're going to do for you. We here at the Rocker Morning Show are going to get a big box. We're going to put some warmth in it, and then we're going to ship it to you. Just don't open it until it's really, really cold. <laughs>